Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. You didn't say, and children of all ages. Oh, well, we don't want children of all ages. No, that's true. We don't. I I don't really want a six or seven year old listening to this. No, sometimes. no, no. I'm with you. I'm we're with we're you. family friendly for the most part, but we, we do are. speak about some sensitive topics. Yes, we do. Like UPS drivers going on rants. Uh- Yes, like we did yeah. last week. And we bleep out all the appropriate words. Yes, we do. And But we also do say dongle at times. And so we say I'm not doink. sure I want a seven-year-old to hear the word dongle. Yeah, but they hear doink if they watch the football games. <laughs> so I don't know. And if you have no idea what we're talking about right now, listen to last week's episode. It was a lot of fun. It actually works up to this one, so it would make sense for you to listen to it. Yes, it would. And that is PJ you're listening to right there. This what? is your first time. Hey, and, hey. And this is PK over here. Okay, how you doing, my man? I'm great, man. Really? Uh, yeah, man. Spending this time together recording, yeah, just it's refreshing, right? It energizes, it's rejuvenating. Me. Yes, we get to it talk. Does. We get to share. Yes, and I love it. And you know, and we get to hear from everyone else if they're willing. Oh, how would they hear from us? Diversity on a hill. No, we hear from them. Oh yeah, they're hear us through the. Oh, podcast. you're already hearing but, us. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, but gotcha. but we hear from us. You're doing it. You're doing it right now. You're doing a great job of it. And thank you for joining us. And <laughs> look we how nice he is. He's affirming you for listening. You're doing a great job at listening. How do you know they're doing a great job of listening? If they might be just halfway listening to us. Look, we might be listening to music and us at the same time. That's all right. But we're a minute and a half in, and if they're still listening, they're doing a good job of listening. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm Either saying. Either that or we put them to sleep. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you could be put to sleep with our voices. We're too loud. I, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the Latino is very strong on this uh, on this here uh, microphone. Yes, and if we are too loud in your ears, we apologize. I know I can go up and down real quick. Yes, we can, but that's why you have a volume. Yeah, but toggle. then we might speak low. We might be speaking normal. And then what? And then then we turn go it crazy. up and turn it down. Anyways, no, I no, no, hijacked that again. Anyhow. How do they hear from us? <laughs> Diversity How do we on hear a hill. From them? Yes, we hear from you. <laughs> Diversity on a hill at gmail.com. Diversity with the C for those of you who are joining us for the first time. Again, welcome and thank you. Yeah. Or you can see some pictures and get an update of what our topic's going to be on Instagram. Diversity on a hill. Same thing thing that's it same words that's it it's like almost like we planned planned that branding we keep it simple keep it simple come on i need it simple no you know how i say i need to keep it simple because i'm stupid oh no you're not you know keep it simple stupid you know yeah yeah i've heard it i've heard it anyhow all right so pj tell me about how you have been doing i've been doing fantastic because i hear we have some amazing events coming oh you want us to plug that yes oasis it is a high school Bible retreat for any high school student who is not in one of our Adventist schools. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We yeah, like you're, doing it. you're thinking about those who don't have the same experiences. Yeah, and who don't have access to some of the Bible conferences. There you go. And that's why we do it. We want everyone to have 
similar experiences and access to that. A couple years ago, my man Curcio here spoke and he killed it. He was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. Yes. And we were blessed by him. This year, we will have a special speaker of Pastor Andrew Anoboli will be He's bringing good. the word. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he is He is quality. It will be a virtual meeting because of, once again, COVID has not allowed us to do things in person uh, as much as we would like to. COVID. But we are still hoping to plan to have some, some, some fun on that and really to fellowship, but also to basically share in the faith of Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you're interested in that, go to the GCCSDA.com website, get more information there. And we'll try to include it in the description as yeah. well. And register. Because we want as many people to register so that we can give you a place to go and join us for these wonderful Zoom streamed meetings. Yes, but then you have another big, big, big event that's coming this summer. Oh, tell me about that. Summer camp. Yeah. Yeah, Woo! Hold on. I I gotta I gotta do this. All right, he's gotta do it. He loves his buttons. Woo! Woo! Yeah, yeah. Now you see, people need to understand that last year we couldn't have camp. Why? Because of COVID. Exactly. But this year. This year, we have protocols in place. We've done all kinds of things. We are going to have camp. But what I really want to promote is if you are interested in being a part of that ministry as a worker for summer camp, we would love to have you. We need all kinds of, of jobs, lifeguards, counselors, people who are good with media, pictures and videos. We need all kinds of people. So just we would love for you to apply to work at camp. So if you're interested, go to our website, cs-yc.com, click on the staff, then apply. That's it. And, and CS means Cahutta Springs. Youth and camp. And the hyphen. Yeah, there you go. Youth camp. And listen, if it's not you who can apply for whatever which reason, encourage someone else to do it. Just like yeah. you encourage people to listen to our podcast. You know, the same way you're like, oh, I love um, this podcast. Let unless me share you with don't you. encourage people to listen to the podcast and don't do it the same way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're encouraging you to yeah. share it with others and uh, like us. You can also like us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, give us a rating. We haven't had a rating in a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, let us know how you feeling. Even if what it's a thinking. bad one, we can take criticism. It's okay. Yes. You listen, you, like we told you before, you can five star us. If you like it, you can five star us. If you, if you don't. hate us, you can five star. Either yeah. way, either way, five stars. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, good man. man. But okay. You, you told us last week that this week we're going to continue the conversation. Oh, okay. About freedom of speech. We are. So we are time, on the hill for a sec week in a row yeah 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 we're gonna do that and uh when we come back from this short musical interlude yeah because we always got to put the jams in there right they're, they're so jam great. it up we're gonna hear about or talk about twitter bands all right so just hold on Yes, we are. Did you expect us now? Not this quick. Not this. Man, I be jamming to these wonderful songs, man. And then I'm like, oh, it's over already. Mm, is that good or is that bad? Like, are you jamming so much that when we come in, you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to them anymore? No, I hope that's not the case. But uh. <laughs> but, but getting a, a nice little jam to, to mix it up, I think is great. But, so I'm sure you've heard of this. But have you heard of this? 
The Twitter ban? Yeah. yeah of course. That's right. like the only platform I'm on. Like social oh, media platform. Oh, that's right. That is your only platform. Yeah. So when I hear that Twitter is like infringing on people's freedom of speech. So Ooh. I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. Okay. I've told you before, Instagram tricked me into being on social media. <laughs> right? Yeah. I didn't know. I just thought it was a pho- photography app and putting on filters. Yeah. Then I realized there was a follow button. I'm like, I don't even know what it means. I was on it for two years before someone said, yeah, there's other people post pictures. And like, then I realized it was social media because <laughs> I right. don't, I don't do the Facebook thing. It's okay, man. I, you're right. It is very okay. It's toxic. Um, then there is the, then there's Twitter. I wasn't on Twitter till one thing happened. What happened? It was when Howard, uh, Dwight Howard. Okay. Left I thought you were going to say Howard Stern. No. No, 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 no. Okay. Dwight Howard left the magic. Oh. Do you remember this? Yes. And he was talking about how much of a, how loyal he was right before he was being, he was going to go test free agency or whatever. And I was a big, huge, I'm still am a huge, big Orlando magic fan. Mm-hmm. And Dwight Howard was a good player at the time. He was. Yeah. He was Superman. And he was, he was really good. We had gone to the finals a couple of years earlier. So I was hoping he would stay in Orlando. Yeah. But he didn't. Nope. And this made me angry. Yes. And I got a Twitter account just for the one tweet. I've actually written two, two tweets now, but the one tweet to say Dwight Howard taking his loyalty to LA. And I at, at him and just, I was frustrated. That's 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 my story about why I started Twitter. It's pretty pathetic. No, not not really. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. I I became a Karen to Dwight Howard, and I got on social media for the reason I think social media isn't good, and that was to complain. I'm. I, this is all to say, I am very ashamed of myself for why I got on Twitter. Now I'm looking you up so that way I can follow you on Twitter. No, I have like two tweets. The other one was when my Prius broke down. I was like, great, there go all my savings. <laughs> <laughs> the battery went out. Yeah. And the battery is very expensive. I heard. And I did the calculations. Uh-huh. The amount of money I saved in gas was the amount of the battery. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I had the car for five years or something. Wow. I'm so anyways, sorry. that was my other tweet. Don't follow me. I I don't do anything anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't tweet I don't tweet a whole lot. I get a lot of my news from Twitter though. So how do you feel about the Twitter ban if you get a lot of your news from Twitter? So for those of you who don't know, who don't read the news at all, Donald J. Trump, while he was still president, was banned from Twitter. And Twitter was probably his preferred method of communication. That guy tweeted all the time. Yes, he did. So what do you think? When you heard about it, what do you think? Uh, I was stunned. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised that they would take the liberties to, yeah, ban They took his... the liberties of someone else? Yeah, yeah. Is that they, what you were about to say? I I mean, they they did. Uh, now, I get the explanation for why, but then again, it takes me to another okay, okay. part of, but I don't know if we're going we're gonna to talk about that because that's not the point, but I, I was stunned. I was like, whoa, because then I heard it was only going to be temporary and then they yeah. banned it, banned it? Well, then it was, was temporary like, for a while, right? They, what did they do? They suspended it for like 24 hours or something. Right. And then he, they deemed he did another tweet that was similar to the ones they banned him for. And then they said, forget it. It's out. Now, now I think they had threatened to do that before. Yes, they did, but they didn't do it. Yeah. But then now that he's not going to, you know, now that he wasn't going to be president anymore, they were just kind of like, whatever. Cause then he's just a celebrity that's on Twitter. So 
let's get to the crux. So why did they ban him? Well, this was all during the Capitol insurgents right. that it happened, and they felt like he was inciting them. Yeah, <laughs> that he was trying to get them to continue behaving in the way they were, and and providing what um, Twitter and and many others have deemed misinformation. Yes, and that that misinformation was stoking the fires of more more misinformation mm-hmm. and more of this type of insurrection idea. Correct. So when that all started taking place, you know, they had told them before that he needed to stop with the misinformation. And obviously, uh, Trump was going to just share whatever information he was going to share. Um, and again, he's free to speak, but evidently not on the social media platforms. As so how do you feel about that? Do you think his free speech was infringed upon? Uh, yes. Okay. But do you feel like he should have been banned? I don't I don't feel he should have been banned. I can see they have people that were watching his Twitter like all the time, right? So like I'm talking about employees, not not mm-hmm. people that that obviously were reading. So my thinking is you can always take down the post. You know, if you feel like it's inciting or whatever, you can take you can take the post down. But the thing is determining what the post is doing is so subjective that it makes it difficult. And it gets to that point where you feel like potentially they are infringing on his freedom of speech. Hmm. I mean, look, when, when you get on these social media platforms um, and, and you're having a conversation anywhere for that matter, you know, you, you should be able to have the freedom to say whatever you want and whatever you feel. People may not agree with it, but I get it. Now, here's the other thing. Looking at on the other side of, okay. of the spectrum, he was the president of the United States. And if you take that quote, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected, like when it talks about power, knowing the power he was wielding at the time um, and the ability to move his followers, Mm -hmm. I understand why they did it. But then that takes me to that whole other point that I was saying, in the name of safety and security, we do surrender a lot of freedoms. Yeah, so, and so, I mean, this is a complicated uh, subject for me. because I that? Well, obviously there's the free speech. And so, however, Twitter and all these other platforms, which followed suit, by the way, Facebook banned them. Yeah, they did. I think that Instagram, uh, but Instagram's a part of Facebook, right. so they banned them as well. Twitch, I heard just, Banned him. I didn't even know he was on Twitch. I don't even know what Twitch is. Yeah, exactly. It's a, kind of a streaming <laughs> type of thing. I didn't even know. My bad. He he was on it. So all these m- companies were banning him. Mm-hmm. And but the reality is they have the right to because they are a private company. They aren't a government company. So the government couldn't ban him. Right. Based on freedom of speech, they can't. Unless, I guess there are certain laws where you can ban someone if they're doing speech. So I'm going to reference this article that I read about this here in just a few moments. But these are private companies. They can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. But I know that there's the argument, well, these are the companies that hold the voices of the masses. You know, if you're not a part of one of these companies, you really have no voice. Now, I'll I'll be honest. I don't have any sympathy for Donald Trump. Okay. And here's why. He was the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Anytime he wants, he can call a press conference. Anytime he wants, the news will cover him. Wow. 
And so he has what they, what many have termed in the past for a president, the bully pulpit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that just means he can say whatever he wants and kind of progress things and, 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 and spew ideas of, of whatever kind, mm -hmm. right? Because he has the bully pulpit. He has the president's pulpit right. to say whatever he wants. So I didn't really feel sorry for him because it means he could still get his word out. The problem is, and where this is happening, is that Donald Trump liked to use that as kind of his sounding board and would say, at times, you can go back, I mean, maybe you can't go back now, but his Twitter was pretty ridiculous at times. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, yeah. his Twitter was pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff he would say and do and, and, and the way he would attack people that he wouldn't do at a press conference because at a press conference, people could push back. Yeah. Or people might question him on the spot. Or he wouldn't necessarily have to have his facts right because at a press conference, you're going to have someone asking you about those facts. Mm -hmm. Where did you get those facts? And I saw some interviews when, where he didn't have the facts and he looked less than intelligent. Right. And so on Twitter, he can spew whatever he wants and not right. have to have the backing for it because he's not going to have that immediate response right. other than comments, but those are so easy to ignore. So I didn't feel bad for him because he could have just held a press conference and said whatever he wanted, which he would do from time to time. But, but it still does get sticky because who determines, and this is interesting because I'll be honest, I do, my personal belief is that I do believe he was spreading misinformation. That's my personal belief. Okay. Um, I know people believe that he wasn't, that it was information, whatever. It's my personal belief that it was misinformation. And you're entitled to that. Sure, I believe I'm entitled to my opinion. <laughs> and I believe my opinion is right because if not, it wouldn't be my opinion. We've uh -huh. talked about yeah, that we before. did talk about that too, yeah. <laughs> and so it's that, I forgot where I was going there, but that it's the misinformation there that he was giving. Okay, so uh, this is where I was going. I do believe what he was telling was misinformation. Mm -hmm. However, I do have a counterpoint as to who determines what's misinformation and who determines what's not misinformation. Again, it's a subjective thing. And so we have these media corporations mm -hmm. of all kinds, by the way. Yeah. I'm not just talking major media corporations. I'm talking these minor ones that are, are supporting his facts or the facts of the other side. Yeah. They too can say something that's untrue mm -hmm. as well as the mass media ones can say something that's untrue. Right. Who determines who's telling the truth? Where do we get our f real facts? Well, see this, and, and I'm going to take it somewhere where I don't think we necessarily want to go, but I'm going to throw it in there anyways. And we can probably talk about it more at another time. Mm -hmm. Right. And the idea is this, some people like to read specific uh, news outlets sure based on their position we've talked if it about aligns, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but no this is where i was gonna go with that thought. oh sorry i did because some people you're fine some people want to read only specific bible translations oh okay based on the investigation that they have made mm -hmm. or based on the fact that that's how they may have heard it when they were children mm -hmm. and they prefer a certain translation over another mm -hmm. and you know this when the NIV first came out, it was under tremendous fire mm -hmm. because they were supposedly omitting and adding to the word of God. Mm. But now the NIV is like a common translation. Eh, depending who you talk to. Depending uh. who you talk to. But, <laughs> but my point is this, right? If There's only one sanctified one, by the way. So, so <laughs> which is? The Greek and Hebrew. Yeah, uh, there you go. There you go. The original. And even those can be. Even those have some differences. Uh, have some, yeah, anyhow. But but what, what, what I'm getting at is 
people prefer to listen to the outlet or the information that matches most to their liking. Mm -hmm. People listen to CNN because they believe whatever. People listen to MSN because of whatever. They read uh, USA Today for whatever reasons, you know, and same thing with with uh, Bible translations for whatever reason. So what I'm trying to get at is your quote unquote misinformation or quote unquote truth is very subjective. It, it is very subjective. It's where you get, and, and what I have found equally on both or every side, let's do all sides because it's not two sides. It's this big circle thing. I've found that all, on all sides, people are will look for the facts that support their worldview. Yeah, this is, yeah. And if it supports their worldview, then they believe it. If it doesn't- Blindly sometimes. No, totally blindly. If it doesn't support their worldview, they don't agree with it. They're like, well, wait a second. This doesn't support my worldview. It can't be true, mm -hmm. right? It can't be true. So we have the, let, let's say we have a Trumper who hears something that Trump may have lied about. And they're like, there's no way that's, how, he wouldn't lie to me, right? Mm -hmm. But then you have someone who's anti-Trump who said, all he says is lies. He can't say the truth. Mm. So they- their worldview is so intertwined with that and they get their identity from that worldview yep. and all of a sudden, that's all they believe. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of important because, you know, this is leading down, down a little different path, but that's why it's so important that your worldview, in my estimation, is a biblical worldview. Agreed. Agreed. Because that's the only thing that, once again, I know some of you may not totally agree with this. I hope you do. But the Bible is the only thing I can trust in. The word of God is the only thing I can trust in. But even then, we still run the risk of interpreting God's word through our, through world our own worldview. That's why we shouldn't have any worldview till we read the Bible. Sometimes we have to unlearn what we've already learned, by the way. That is truth. All right. and, and, and this is part of the, the challenge right now. We are in a world right now that is all or nothing. And well, It is here, very all or nothing. It is. It's black, it's black or white. Exactly. And by the way, that's racist. Okay, so let's say it's red or blue. So that way, you know, it's not. That's still racist too. Oh my word. Okay, uh -huh. how about how about uh, and, uh, yellow and green? You know what I was thinking the other day? What are you thinking? Here's the problem, is that even in race, racial things and in the way we think about everything, most of us think in black and white. Okay. In a lot of ways, we think in black and white, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. When it talks about race or we talk about religion, we talk about this. And it's hard for, this is why it's hard for us to see other people's worldviews is that we see in black and white. And even the term, like, let's take it to race. The term black and white is an erroneous term. Because if you think about it, who is truly black? Who is truly white? Good point. So that's, that those actual terms, and I know it's just to define spectrums or whatever, but just in the terms when we think, I am white, consider what's considered white. Yes. But if you held me up to a true white piece of paper, I am not even close to white. <laughs> yeah. The problem is we're all these earth tones, but we want to put each other in these black and white categories. boxes and yeah. categories when mm. in reality we're all the same, just different shades of the same. Mm. No one, none of us are black and none of us are white. So why are we trying to have these worldviews fit into a black and white system when none of us fit into that system? And it comes to with our ideas as well. We're trying to look for black and white concepts. 
Yeah, we might have to have Lisa on to talk about this whole uh, yeah. idea because, <laughs> yeah, Lisa will bring it. I was just that. I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, yeah, and, and and you're totally right. So, so again, this is one of those situations. And I remember at the seminary um, when I took the class on hermeneutics mm-hmm. um, and just study, the studying of the word, right, and really trying to get to the understanding of what the word is sharing mm-hmm. uh, with Professor uh, Dr. Canale. Um, Canale, shout out to you. Yeah, you know, that, he's a G okay. when it comes to this. But anyhow, um, <laughs> you know what my favorite phrase from him was mm. when he would talk to youth pastors and I'm one of them now wasn't mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. but he was like I, obviously my ministry did focus on youth but I wasn't like the standard bearer for yeah. uh or the mantle bearer wearing you know youth pastor Henry Roar but he would say <laughs> youth pastors put down the guitar and pick up the bible Interesting. <laughs> I loved it it's hilarious you know anyways it was very funny to, to listen to him say that but anyways his point was he 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 did exactly what you said earlier. He deconstructed us mm. in his class mm. based on how we interpret the Bible and, and highlighting the fact that we use our experiences uh, to be able, in our worldview, mm. to be able to interpret what the Bible is saying. And he, he challenged us to take an approach where we would surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, what are you telling me? How do you want me to see this? Help me to see it the way you intended it to be understood when you inspired the writer to write. Mm -hmm. And when you take that approach, when you try to put yourself aside and you try to read the word for what it is trying to say, Mm -hmm. I think it has an extremely impactful effect in our lives Mm -hmm. because what we're praying for and what we're seeking as we study the word of God, when we're not treating it like a textbook Mm -hmm. And we're really trying to see that it is, like Ty Gibson says, a love story from God to us Mm -hmm. of how he loved us and redeemed us from sin because he loves us. Then what it does is I don't treat the Bible as a checklist for me to get into heaven. It's actually something that is drawing me to love God more and and giving me the desire to be more like him. Mm. And what the advantage the writers had was that their hermeneutical approach, in other words, their way of interpreting the Bible, um, what it ended up being was how the Holy Spirit saw it. Mm-hmm. And thus, it has that common thread from Genesis to Revelation. Sweet. I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, we go got into a Bible here, study off, off <laughs> of <laughs> off of Twitter band. I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to, to go there, but but my no, point is this: like, like again, this is us. Here, trying to have these difficult conversations and encouraging you to take these steps to continue growing with us. Yeah. We're growing together. This is not something I figured out. There are times when I read the Bible and and I read it again and again and again and, and I get something different every time because my views continue to change. Yeah. And and, and here's, here's the thing about this as well. Let's take it back to freedom of speech, Twitter ban type of thing because it's important. Take us back. We're, we're talking about, we went down this road because we're talking about truth and how do we know what truth is how do we determine what truth is how do we even determine now i don't even know if we know what actual facts are Oof. Yeah. because here, here's the thing you can have numbers let's say when it comes to covid you could give numbers about how many people have had covid and then someone else will argue well that's not the true facts the true facts are not as many people have had covid because people are you know doing this so that they can have more numbers right everyone even now distribute uh fights about what are facts yeah and and here's here's where i find the evil in this mm-hmm. 
Here's what I think should happen. I think we should have a Twitter ban. A Twitter ban of humanity. No, oh, you mean like be done with Twitter? Yes, I think social media. Oh, oh, okay. Now, I, that's where I was going to go. So thank media, you for going there. The in, and even the internet has given us so much information, so much of bipolar information that it is practically impossible to determine what are the true facts. And we've become a society that not only does that, but we take facts and then we interpret those facts and call those interpretations of facts, facts, when they're in fact, not a fact. They're my opinion. Right. Yeah. So we take facts and then we, and then we start to think about them differently. That's why it's important we have conversations yeah. and not say, no, those are the facts. Well, but, but not conversations where I go into it saying or thinking I'm the one that's right, right and I'm no, going to no. convince you, right? Yeah. This is well, what we're trying to so, say here. So can we come to a, an agreement of what the baseline facts are? Yeah. So let's say when, the, when, when protests and riots were happening, hey, this, this particular storefront was put on fire. That's right? a fact. That's a fact. Right. Someone to say this was Antifa or to say this was a white supremacist group, that's opinion. That is. Right. They're now they're saying, oh, that's a that's part of the protests or that's just someone taking advantage of the protests. You're you're trying to make those facts when you have no facts at all. Mm -hmm. You were in that person's mind. Right. You were in that person's brain. Mm -hmm. You don't know the facts. Right. And now, now here's the thing. If we got and what happens with social media is now people take facts and they say, no, that's not. And then it just becomes this cesspool of fighting and so much information that. It's too much. I don't think we were made for that much information, to be honest with you. And I believe that you are correct. Why? Because if I go back to our book of facts and mm -hmm. truth, which is the Bible, mm -hmm. we were told that uh, God apparently did not intend for us to know good and evil. Because he says now man is like us knowing good and evil. Interesting concept. So nice. my oh. thinking is he was protecting us mm -hmm. from this information overload and we're also told that as we get closer to the end time knowledge was going to increase mm. but then Ooh. i want to take you to another place where it's like satan is behind all of this this is a sin thing why because if satan can can get us accustomed to figuring out or understanding what truth is based on my perception mm -hmm. then i can come to the word of god and do the same and that's where we start to have all of these challenges with the word of God. And we're fighting over different things when it, as it pertains to religion. And, and our church is divided on facts. Mm -hmm. Because now I am my own interpreter. Mm -hmm. And you and I have been taught, even from seminary, the Bible is its own interpreter. Mm. The Bible is the one that will tell you what it meant. Yeah. If you I interpret I make the Bible an opinion piece. That's it. Mm. So... Go. All right. So should, let's go back to, should Trump have been banned? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no. We, we took it way over there. All right, go ahead. So should he have been banned? I go back to saying banned, no. Mm -hmm. Can his uh, posts be filtered? That's the same thing. Ah. That's still censorship. It's censorship, but it's not banning. It's still the same thing, though. What, what purpose would you have a, an account for if everything you say that someone doesn't agree with is erased? That's just as bad. 
Yeah, I see. Uh, to I see me, why? Point. I mean, that's censorship. That's censorship to the nth degree. And by the way, for those of you who are saying censorship is bad, right? Be careful because you, everyone wants censorship in one way or another. No one wants the full freedom. To, so right now we have the far right that's saying they're censoring us and censorship is bad. We should be able to say and do whatever we want. However, they don't believe that when it doesn't go, when it goes against their worldview. Yeah. So whenever, so if say, oh, well, every movie can have nudity, cursing and violence and blood. They're going to say, no, no you need to not. censor that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, right. There's, yep. you can't have, you can't have outright you know, things in there. But society is also shifting the censorships because if you watch a PG movie back in the day and you watch a PG movie today, mm -hmm. it is different. You watch a PG 13 movie then. That's and the a same PG as an R 13, now. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is it's also shifting, you know, before you wouldn't be able to hear certain words on the air. And now it's like, pfft, whatever yeah. well now it's a different censorship though that's my that's exactly. what i'm saying there's though. always been shifting. censorship and it, it depends who's kind of has the loudest who's voice the control, who's controlling who's it. in control so that's there's it. and that's what i say be careful that you say well that's censorship and we don't want censorship you're censoring our voices no there's always been that and the right has done it and the left has done it yep and the middle has done it everyone's done as it. if they find it offensive or if they find it you know let's say the let's say as a christian i find something unbiblical and and bad. I'm going to say, no, you can't show that. That's and it's the same thing. And it takes us back to control. Mm. That's it. It's the power to control. And if you are controlling, guess what? You are not being Christ-like because mm. Christ does not control. Satan does. And this is why I go back to what I was saying earlier. This is a <laughs> sin problem and Satan is behind it. And he is showing us the truth about sin. I must say, this is taking us down some roads. I did not expect it this to take us. <laughs> well, <laughs> and this is here's the this is a cool thing about conversations. If yeah, you have a conversation yeah, with a buddy, yeah. you're starting on something, and then you're like way a, out there somewhere. Yeah, else. it's like the it's like the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh my! I yes. started I started with watching clips about sports, and all of a sudden, I'm watching a bunny rabbits uh, hop on the head of an old man. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> or kittens, kittens. No, I always stay away from kittens. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but and so here's here's another concept that I want I want to talk about. You know, we as Christians should be very careful what we what we say about censorship and these kind of things. Because I I do believe I don't think I don't think Trump should have been banned or even censored. Mm -hmm. I almost think he should have it there. So you have a track record. A track record. I believe in the in the paper trail. Yeah. To me, that's a paper. That's an HR paper trail. Yeah. And be like, no, look at what he said here. You actually have proof. Now, the crazy stuff he said. Well, those are the facts, there. right? Like, those right. are the facts. You saw what he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear what you're saying. Again. And, and here's the thing. Let me make that, this other argument. We as Christians and us as Adventists in our prophetic uh, kind of view of, of the future and end times. Yeah. We're always talking about how, you know, like, well, There'll be a day where we'll be persecuted for saying and doing the right things and people will blame us for, you know, things that are happening in the world. Mm -hmm. think, think about what's happening now. The exact same thing is happening. Yeah. So a tweet happens and they're taking it to mean something. And, and while it may have helped people in sight, he, it just made some of the craziers crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the crazy's crazier. Yeah, yeah. Right? What I'm scared of is that... Uh, uh, no, okay. So, 
on the news, they were talking about this type of censorship. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about free speech. Yeah. And they were saying, well, the radicals, we should censor the radicals. These radical ideas. Yeah. Which led to the storming of the Capitol, which led to this, which led to that. As Christians, we need to realize that at some point, we are going to be the radicals. Mm. Not only at some point, actually, we should be the radicals already. Yeah. But we're so mild and meek-mannered when it comes to saying the truth. But we need to be radicals in, in love. love. Yes, yeah. But, Ooh, he, but Jesus, that, you and I are thinking but Jesus was a radical it. in love and they chased him off. Well, that's fine. But yeah. that's the example he gave us. Yeah. And we're called Christians. So we're going to be like Christ. And if we get run off for being loving, by all means, but bring here's, it on. But here's the thing, Curcio. Because of the f- alternative facts that may be out there in differing ideas. Yeah. Some of the things that we're going to hold to true to God in love, people are still going to see as hate because of the standards we hold biblically. There are biblical standards yeah. that when we say, hey, listen, we don't believe that's a biblical standard, people are going to call us something. Well, here's, here's, here's one. Yes. So, so I know, and, and I'm going to drop this on here because I know we're, we're trying to wrap it up, but I'm going to drop this here. So if you heard this far, thank you. And here's the idea. Of course they heard this. We want, we want to give you a heads up of what we're going to talk about next. But we try our best to keep our conversations impromptu so they are as raw and honest and as unfiltered as possible, right? So they can mimic what a real conversation would look like. But I think that our next episode should probably talk about one of these challenging topics like homosexuality. Because we're heading down this whole idea where the Bible, according to how we understand it, mm-hmm. speaks against it. Mm-hmm. But then I also turn to the, the fact that it's not so much stating the fact as how I'm going to behave with that truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the difference. We're not going to be hated for telling the truth. We can be hated for telling the truth without love. We will be hated for telling the truth. That's at right. some point we will be, but we even can, if we do it in love. That is, and that is okay. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. I think we could tackle that at one of these episodes. I'm not saying right. it has to necessarily be the very next one. We are trying to give you a heads up of what we're talking about. I, we also want to keep it. Yeah, at some point um, we will have to tackle that tough one. But so yeah, going down that road, we need to realize that at some point we, no matter what our opinion is, we're going to be to someone. I'm a radical. Yeah. Believe it or not, to someone, whoever is listening to, you are a radical at some point in your life. Yep. If you're a follower of Jesus, you will be a radical. Yeah. You should be a radical. And so when I heard that on the news, I'm like, oh, wait a second. Who deems what's radical and what's not radical? Mm-hmm. I will suggest this. If it leads you to violence, if it leads you to hate, then that is wrong and that because that is not biblical. Correct. If it leads you to violence and hate, that is not biblical. I will, I will say that that's, the Bible says, by your fruits you shall know them. Yep. So not biblical in the sense of not Christ-like when yes. you say not biblical. Obviously, the Bible does have hate and it has racism and it has all of these things inside of it. But it doesn't condone it. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't condone it. Christ. Right. So it's not biblical. But I'm just trying to say, keeping it clear for those who may say when you say it's not biblical— they may say, but it's in the Bible. Well, yeah, but it's not something that is the biblical way life. we should act. Exactly. Okay, right. Thank you. So, anyways, and and so that's where to me, like this this idea of 
the the Twitter banning and all this kind of stuff. My I think my wife even had a relative who was, or I think it was a friend or a relative that was banned not from Facebook from but from creating groups on Facebook. And her all her posts were about dogs. But I do think maybe she had maybe one comment or a secondary comment that was political mm-hmm. and it didn't jive with what Facebook liked. Ooh. And so she was restricted on her Facebook. Yeah. So wow. think about that. Again, you said earlier, it's a private company. Yeah, but it's also, I understand, it's legal. But is it right? We would say, according to the Constitution, it is not. But the Constitution made provisions for private companies to behave however they want. So in the, so in the end, ooh, if you look at it... Isn't that interesting? So, so let, me, let me tell you. So Republicans mm-hmm. tend to be more anti-government influence. Yeah. Let the private companies do the private companies and let the government stay out of their business. Right. The Republicans got banned and they're telling the private companies that what they did was wrong and that the government should tell them that it was wrong. And that's why I was saying the private company behaved correctly. I I don't think they believe correctly. but, But again, based on my opinion, I don't think he should have been banned. Yeah, I don't think he should have been banned. But they, no, they acted within their rights. That's and that's and that's what I when I say right, right, that's what I mean right. Okay, they were right to behave the way that they did because legally they can. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I agree. Yeah. Anyways, it's a very complex it thing. Is. It I mean, is. my goal now is to get banned from Twitter for saying something really dumb, but not like political. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, don't get banned from doing the podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, no like, how can like, I? How can on, I get banned from Twitter for saying that? If I say enough things about, uh, I don't know, but I don't want to be mean either. It's gonna be very hard. Can you do something very? Hey, you know what? Why don't you just give PJ some ideas? Give me some ideas. What can I post on my Twitter to get banned? But I don't want it to be political. <laughs> I don't want it to be inflammatory. Is there something silly we can do to get banned? Diversityonahill at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell PJ. PJ, how can you get banned from Twitter? Do you think I get banned from Twitter for talking too much about donuts? From the Twitter? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. That's all right. But hey, reach out to us again diversityonahill at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at diversityonahill. And then we are going to come back with a quick little bonus right after this break. And welcome back. We're going to do a super quick little clickbait here. Bonus. Yeah. This one comes from Amy, one of our listeners. Shout out to Amy. On her Instagram, she shared a conspiracy with us. Yeah. I didn't realize she was big into conspiracy theories. Uh, Oh, oh, I want to hear it. But have you seen the conspiracies about the handlebar mustache, the handlebar gang? No. It has influenced all levels of society. Did the you know this? Handlebar? Yeah, the, the, the handlebar mustache yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there is a group of high ranking people uh-huh. with handlebar mustaches that have influenced all of society. How? 
I know, right? You're going to have to go on Instagram to see this, but maybe we'll, we'll try to post it on our... Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, ...on our Instagram account. But according to her, the Pringles man. Have you seen the Pringles guy? Yeah. He has a handlebar mustache. Yeah. The Monopoly man. Oh! Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the commercials about the Quaker Oats man yes! in the 80s? The 80s? Yes, the yes, guy had it? yes. And there's some robot here. I don't know what the robot is about. But apparently... Pelosi was speaking at some kind of thing. Uh-huh. And in the background, there was two flags. And they made the handlebar mustache. I want you to see the picture. Oh! So the handlebar oh, 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 mustache gang yeah, has infiltrated from the wings all of the levels of yeah. society. Whoa! <laughs> that is interesting. So I just want to thank... Andy Reid had one, too. Yeah, Andy Reid has one. And they won the Super they Bowl. They did last year. Yeah. And they're on their way this year, they're too. They're starting to take over all levels of the power How structure. about it? Yeah. Before you know it, I, Biden's going to have one. I thought she was going to talk about the monkey one. The monkey tail one. Have you seen No, I don't those? know the monkey tail one. Oh, yeah, you, you gonna, uh, yeah, everyone, you can look that up on Google, monkey tail, mustache, uh, beard, whatever it is. It is very weird. But anyhow, Anyways, in my we, opinion. We told Amy we were going to have to cover this, so we will, we will try to repost this on our account. So just, just look at it and let us know what you think of Thank the you, handlebar Amy. gang. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. And if you want to share with us any conspiracies. Diversity on the Hill at gmail.com and also Diversity on the Hill on Instagram. Which is where we got this. That is correct. Yeah, or you can me. just leave a review. How about that? Oh, on the apples? You can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. On the apples And podcast. go ahead and let us know what you think. If you like it, five stars. If you don't like it, five stars. And let us know why we like to have a conversation with you. Right. And it'll be a kind one. And if you think That's it's so-so, what, so, what do you think? How many stars? Five stars. Five stars. Let why us know not? it was so-so. Why not? Why, there you go. Why are you so-so? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You get our attention a lot easier with a five-star review. All right. Anyhow. Let me have a word of prayer as we go out. Make it happen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we've had some fun. We've talked a little silliness. Uh, Lord, ultimately, we want to realize that we need to be in your kingdom. Lord, we want your worldview yes. to be the one that dictates what we do. Amen how we react to others, how we process information that's given to us. And Lord, may we always be going back to your word and having our hearts and minds open to what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us. Amen. Lord, may we not make your word an opinion piece for our lives, but, we, but may we make it the true facts of a loving, graceful, and amazing God. Amen. Thank you for your love and grace. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Grace and peace to you all. I am PJ and I'm out. PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.